Hey, Jason Wood here, the VA Loan Guy, host of the Armed and Ready podcast. Today we have a really great guest phoning in with us. It is Nick Carpenter from the Legion of Loan Officers, another Air Force veteran. Come check it out. Thanks so much for being on the show today, man. Um, this is a really special treat because I'm an Air Force dude and you're an Air Force dude. And um, I'm in the San Diego market, right, which is Marine Town and Navy Town. So two Air Force guys getting a chance to wrap together is a unique kind of a unicorn experience. So I, I really appreciate you carving out a little time for us, man. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. It's an honor. Yeah, so... Um, on the show today, I, I really love to just kind of dig into your story and, and just learn about who Nick Carpenter is, what what he did in the military, how you got to where you are now. And, and for those of you guys um, that are listening, so Nick Carpenter today, I mean, he's a force when it comes to social media. And um, and I got introduced to him through his, his current company, which is called Legion of Loan Officers. And you know, I'll let him elaborate more into what that is. But that's really where I got connected with Nick and got to know him. And um, uh, he's just super sharp, knows so much about social media and advertising and just how to leverage it. It's, it's remarkable. Um, but first, let's, let's talk a little bit about you know, your, the, your past, which we have in common, which was serving in the Air Force, right? So um, tell us a little bit about that. Like, how did you even get interested in going into the military? And, and tell us about, you know, when you served and what you did. Yeah, so I came up in the, my dad was in the Navy. And so I came up, you know, as a military brat and always living on base. We only one time in my whole life, we actually lived off base. We rented a house in Virginia Beach. And, but otherwise, you know, just coming up in the military. And when I was getting ready to graduate high school, I was having a talk with my dad and I didn't really have any idea what I wanted to do at the time. And so he suggested that I should go in the military. And he actually is the one that told me I should go in the Air Force because and that you know, really the analogy that he gave me was if there's a building on a Navy base and there's a building on an Air Force base that's crumbling, the Navy will just repair the building and the Air Force will tear it down and build a new building. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, well, sounds like good. And I just assumed that my dad, you know, he knew all the branches. And so that's what I did. So, uh, you know, I've always been kind of a little bit bigger and I actually had to lose about 50 pounds in order to go in the Air Force. So I was working with my recruiter for about maybe four months, you know, to lose the weight and, and just working out with other people that were going in the Air Force. And, and I remember even going to MEPS the, when I was going to, to enlist that day, she told me I couldn't eat until after I weighed in from the time that I got there, which was like 6 p.m. the night before. So I didn't eat the whole time and I had to wait and weigh in that afternoon. So I remember just eating like one Skittle at a time because, and, and I was still exactly 199 pounds enough to go in the Air Force. So it was awesome. You know, I, I loved being in the Air Force. I was security forces. And um, so that's really, you know, how I got introduced to the idea of going to the military was just to my dad and having come up and watch the camaraderie and everything that existed, you know, between him and his Navy buddies. And so it just seemed like a cool path. That's cool, man. And you served, how long did you serve for? A little over six years. Yeah, about six and a half years. Okay. You went on a couple deployments then to the Middle East? Yeah, I went to two times to Saudi Arabia and one time to Iraq. Nice, nice. And um, so when you got out of the military, 
Um, did you have a game plan? Like, did you know you were going to be in like this kind of digital marketing, social marketing space or, um, you know, what, what was your foresight as you were getting out of the military? Yeah. So it's, it's kind of interesting. So when I was, when I was a cop in the air force, one of the things, one of the jobs that I would do was basically be the desk sergeant. So if you called the police department, you'd call me and I was the one that was dispatching people and that kind of thing. So it was really sort of a desk job, but also really hands-on. But oftentimes at night, there was just a lot of free time. And back then, I've always been a hip-hop fan. And I really was into one of the fashions. Back, so this is probably around 2001 time frame, 2002. Okay. I was really into these shoes. They had all these shoes that had Gucci print and this kind of stuff on them. Yeah. And they were expensive, right? And I was looking on eBay and these different sites, and they'd be $100, $200. I was like, man, there has to be a better way. And so I just kept looking around, kept digging. And I finally found the idea of like a Chinese drop shippers and how these Chinese companies, they were actually making the fake shoes essentially. And they were mailing them, you know, on behalf of middlemen. So a lot of these sites that I was trying to buy them from, people were just getting my money, ordering them from the Chinese store that night and then having them shipped to me. So it actually interested me enough that I started doing that. So I learned how to build a website with HTML back then, it was crazy, like hand coding the whole entire website. Wow. And, and I was doing that at nighttime, just you know, a few hours a night when I had, as I had time, I was building a website, it's called Urban Threads. And the whole thing was just to sell whatever was available from the Chinese, you know, dropshipper, right? Different shoes and what, like Jacob and Co watches and just all kinds of fake stuff basically that I was, <laughs> that I was selling back then. Yeah. And, so that's how I got introduced to the idea of internet marketing initially and just making money on the internet. You know, I was making a couple thousand dollars a month as a, you know, as a basically like a staff sergeant in the air force. And, you know, so it was almost equaling my, my air force pay a lot of times through this website. And so it was awesome. But eventually I got shut down. I got a letter of cease and desist from Nike and from Timberland's boots. Um, and so I just didn't want to risk anything at that point. You know, I, I just thought I was like a small little fish, but I, I did recognize at some point that, okay, this probably isn't super right. So that's how, but that's how I got into internet marketing, right? It was just really this desire of, man, there's, okay, there's like, people are making money just being this middleman kind of thing. And, you know, then when we moved to North Carolina, we got stationed at Seymour Johnson Air Force Base. And I built a house there with the builder. So he owned a development. We picked a lot out, built a house and, you know, and all that and used the VA loan for that. So it was my first experience in real estate and it was super fun. I loved it. It was just, it was just awesome. So when I got, when I realized that I was going to get out of the air force and I was thinking about, well, what am I going to do next? I just always remember my dad saying, just stay in the military until you know what's next. So I knew I had to have a plan. And so I just thought about becoming a realtor. So I started taking okay. my real estate classes and, um, you know, and ultimately that's what I did, you know, was I just set myself up to become a realtor as I got out. So it was just, that blend of internet marketing and that love of real estate sort of, you know, I was able to meld those together as an actual real estate agent in Texas. That's really cool. So, um, who's your favorite hip hop artist from, uh, the early two thousands? Oh, definitely Paul wall. Yeah. Paul wall is how me and my wife got connected. And also Tum Tum, you know, he used to be in a, in a group called DSR dirty South riders, or, you know, he had his own little group called TDGs, but they're all from Dallas. And man, we used to always be, occasionally there was a lot of times that you know we were had to go to some kind of crazy places to see the tum tum concerts <laughs> it was uh man we were just really were, were super fans of of him and so and definitely paul wall just because that's how him and my wife met you know so it's a cool story 
that's really cool. Um, that's neat, man. Um, so you went from being a realtor and now you kind of are more in the mortgage space, not, not necessarily doing loans, but that's the kind of the field in real estate that you're more allocated to, right? So, um, and I know a little bit of your story and, and <clears throat> correct me if I'm wrong, but you went from basically doing real estate and you got into like doing marketing for a mortgage company, right? How, how did, how did they pick you up doing that? I actually got, originally I was at Keller Williams and some people split off. I was on staff at Keller Williams. I was teaching four, four, three classes and this kind of stuff. And so, okay. So if, when I was a realtor, eventually I got to a point and I just realized, you know, I didn't like dealing with the buyers and sellers that much. And, you know, in terms of making money in real estate, that can be a challenge because that's pretty much your options. So <laughs> right? I started just, you know, I started referring all the business and just taking a referral fee. So we were generating a few hundred leads a month. And eventually I was recruited by Keller Williams to come on staff and help teach their, their agents and their, their staff. Um, and that was at the South Lake, Texas office. And at the time it was the number four office in the country for Keller Williams. And it was an awesome experience, you know, getting to teach and, and really taking what I was doing in my real business. And then that was my first kind of evolution into being a trainer or a teacher of that same information. And some people at Keller Williams, they decided to leave, they opened a new company and I went over there and helped them run that office and teach their agents and do their marketing. And our in-house lender was Benchmark Mortgage. And you know, the lady mentioned to me, hey, they wanna open a corporate marketing team. You should talk to them about that. So I did and ended up going to Benchmark in 2011. So that's where I created a corporate marketing department. It still exists today. The guy, Garrett Finkelstein, that worked with me there, um, he runs it today. Um, and it's really cool. You know, it was, it was awesome to take on this bigger role. We had 52 branches doing about $2 billion a month or $2 billion a year in business. Sorry, 2 billion a month. Wow. That'd be, that'd be incredible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but there is where I sort of blended everything together with doing real estate marketing and then re recognizing that if you just teach loan officers a little bit of this real estate marketing and they can do it and get some results for it themselves, be able to take it out into the marketplace and now it elevates them in the local market. And so that's, you know, uh, really a benchmark, you know, I was there for three years and that's where I sort of was able to re recognize and put, put a lot of these pieces together. That's really cool. And then um, obviously you, you branched out now you have your own business. It's called the Legion of Loan Officers. And, and obviously that's how you and I got connected. And, um, you know, and I talked to you know, my referral partners locally and stuff, you know, I get asked a lot about social media cause I, I do a lot on there and I got to say, man, I attribute pretty much 90% of it to, to learning from you and, and your courses and stuff that I went through. So, Hey, thank you. Um, but, um, but for anybody listening, um, you know, Nick is, Nick is the reason Nick is the source and, um, it's just a really great platform. I mean, especially for loan officers who are looking to, um, learn how to leverage their value with, um, with realtors and other referral partners as well. Um, social media is a great space for that. Um, but there can be a big learning curve. And, um, you know, if you don't know, you don't know what you don't know. Right. And so, um, and that's where Nick's company really comes into play. I mean, it's, it's an actual like curriculum. It's a course and, you know, it's just step by step. Here's how you do it. And you click here and you click there and you do this and, and, you know, you learn it and it takes you from the most elementary levels up to pretty advanced levels. And now what you're teaching about, you know, YouTube and Snapchat right now, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Just trying to, 
making sure that we're staying in front of different people. You know, we, we already have YouTube pretty down packed now in terms of running them for generating first time home buyer leads or move up buyers or even refinance. You know, YouTube has a really great mortgage refinance audience. And so it, it, it's sort of right now, Facebook still crushes, right? But it's sort of the blue ocean, red ocean idea where Facebook, Facebook today is, is there, is a, there are a lot of people marketing there. It's just a fact. It doesn't mean it doesn't work, but there, are, there is a lot of competition. And it's a pretty low barrier to entry. There's tons of people teaching Facebook ads today. So a lot of people are willing to just like slap something up there and try it and see what happens with a couple hundred bucks or whatever. And you know, I, I taught a class the other day and the lady said she worked with a Facebook ads rep and her ad still spent $700 and never generated her a lead. You wow. know? Um, but on, on YouTube right now, it's sort of a blue ocean because it's, it's pretty well wide open. Nobody, it's a higher barrier to entry, both because Google ads are slightly more complex than Facebook ads, but also because you have to get on video. And we already know that's going to preclude 50% or more of the audience from actually doing that. So, right. you know, it's a higher, so like right now today for, in terms of lead generation in the mortgage space, by far and away, YouTube ads are definitely the highest quality leads that we're currently generating, you know, because they're, they're people that, Google, Facebook knows a lot about people, but Google knows everything. Right, and, right. And so they just take all that data and they're putting you in front of the right audience in a time where they're already searching for that information. So it's, it's just a little bit different, you know, strategy and, and the quality is slightly different. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's awesome just to, and same thing with Snapchat now, figuring that out for first time home buyer ads. You know, as the, as the Snapchat audience has evolved, the average age now is moving up into the late 20s. And, and, and we know already that's the average first time home buyer is around 27 or 29, somewhere in that range. And so now we can be able to put ourselves in front of them on Snapchat as well. So we have an account rep there and we're just still testing right now, but we are getting leads on Snapchat. They're just a little bit expensive, but we'll continue to work it and get it down. And then once we do, you know, we'll release it out into the Legion. That's really cool. Um, and what would be, you know, I'd like, you know, we have, we have you on here, you know, you're, you're, you're the social media, like rock star. So if we could, if you could tell our audience, you know, something, you know, maybe speaking to, to loan officers or maybe realtors too, um, you know, a good nugget for those that maybe they realize they need to be doing something on social, right. And maybe they don't know what the, what is, um, but what, what could you tell them? I mean, sans from digging into how to create an ad, but what kind of advice could you give like a loan officer or a realtor right now? That's like, okay, I get it. Like I, I need to be on social, but I don't know what I'm going to do on social. I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know how to do it. I'm scared of the video camera. Like what kind of advice would you give them that would put them in a trajectory to start using it um, to their advantage? Yeah, that's such a great question. You know, the biggest thing I see is that a lot of people, they don't know what to talk about. So oftentimes when people say, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing I hear is, oh, I'm just not sure what to post. So a great exercise that anybody can put themselves through so that you'll always have ideas on what to post about is something that uh, a guy taught me is called known for known as. So you just take a piece of paper and write down, um, you know, three things that you want to be known for and three things that you want to be known as. Okay, so let's talk about some examples. So what could you want to be known for? Well, I could want to be known that I'm, I want to be known for helping loan officers add 10 realtors to their business, right? I want to be known for my awesome Nerf gun collection, right? 
um, I want to be known as a great dad and a family man. You know, um, I want to be known as a thought leader or somebody to pay attention to in the mortgage space. Right. So it's right. these sort of different aspects where, or maybe I want to be known as somebody that loves to cook, you know, or I want to be known as a traveler, somebody that travels a lot. Right. So if these are things that once you can create some, we're essentially creating six different parts of your personality or who you are in, in the real life. And we're going to transfer that online. So now as you, you know, Monday rolls around and you're seeing all your friends post about stuff, you're like, man, I don't know what to talk about. Just pull your list out. You know, I use a lot of these index cards, just, you know, just blank index cards. And you could easily write your six things down on a blank index card. And now you've got a reference point any day. So every day, just pick one or two of those different things. And, and that's what you talk about, right? So right. Maybe, maybe five of them are personal and one of them is business. And now you have a good mix of personal and business occurring. And you can always go back. You can look through your profile, look at your list and see what you've not talked about, you know? And that'll always give you, give you concepts. So on the free side or the organic side, having known, known for, known as, can, can really be beneficial for somebody that's just not sure what to talk about. Um, on the paid side, my number one recommendation would be to run videos, be putting videos on your business page because business page videos, Facebook tracks all the views. And what happens is you can then go back and you can create custom audiences of everybody that watches your videos and you can retarget that audience. You know, you don't have to spend a lot of money to retarget people that are already have shown interest in what you have going on. You know, we have a really simple system that we teach that's $3 a day, right? You just shoot three one minute videos. Each video gets $1 a day. And those are the three videos that get retargeted to you know, anybody that's shown interest in your business. And so getting, you know, getting on video is scary, but if you just treat the video and just talk to it, like it's just one person, you know, name your camera, right? Call your camera Gary or something and just pretend like you're talking to Gary. And because people are great when they're just talking to one person, but they freak out when they're making videos because of the potential masses of people that could see it. And they're like imagining the millions of people that are going to be watching, even though maybe only that, that doesn't ever occur. Right. But it's just in their brain. So, but just getting on camera, just being willing to, to get on camera, talk about, you know, bust common myths, um, answer common questions, talk about client successes, client stories, you know, funny things that are happening in your business or, crazy stories, unbelievable stories. You know, people just want to be entertained, right? And then just your business is the commercial part of, of that ultimately. But I think entertainment is one of the biggest things that people, people miss out on social media. And that's why we're all here at the end of the day, right? Nobody's here to get introduced to other businesses. That just happens on occasion through the entertainment that we're getting. So, you know, be part of the entertainment. It gives you the right to be part of the commercials also um, and ask for the business. So that'd be, you know, the six six uh, pieces known for known as, and then put videos on your business page so that you can be able to retarget that traffic later. That's really good advice. It, and it kind of, um, it kind of references back to, um, you know, you're going to do business with people, you know, like, and trust. Right. And I think, and I think the way that, that I kind of, um, interpret social media is it's a platform for you to be able to be known, liked and trusted, as long as they're seeing the raw you, right? And I think, I think that's um, you know, for a lot of people's 
fear or overcoming the fear of being on video um, and wanting to be super polished and super perfect. Actually, that I, I think is the wrong thing to worry about. I think getting on camera and being raw and having your ums and your likes and your stutters and just being you and, and laughing at something you think is funny when no one else thinks it is, you know, like just them being able to see your personality and who you are on top of your likes and interests and your known fors and your known as, I think that's that organic attraction, right? Because now, even though someone that's following you may not necessarily personally know you, it's almost as if they know you, you know, they, they have a relationship with you almost via that context. And I think it, it allows for just a softer bridge to that gap to now ask for the business. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know a lot of times I hear a term often called referability. And a lot of business owners, they want to be referable, right? They want to be highly referable. And essentially what that means to most people is that they want to want to have the, the cast the widest net they can. And every person that, in, that's, in, you know, um, engages with them in a daily activities that they might want to refer them somebody. And, but the reality is that everybody's not going to like us. Everybody doesn't want to refer us. And it's better to have, I think it's better to have people be either on the side of love or hate for us than, they, than it is to be lukewarm. Because a lukewarm person, they're never going to refer you anyway. So it doesn't matter because, you know, but, but it's almost better for them to have some level of emotion, whether that's good or bad towards you. Because at least they have an opinion versus they don't know what they think about you. And so, yeah, it's like sometimes putting yourself out there, it can be scary because it affects it can affect your referability factor, right? Where some people sure. you're going to maybe push away 10% or 20% of the people, but you're going to attract in closer 80% of people and 80% of people are going to feel like they know you better. They like you more, you know, they trust you more, these kind of things. And, you know, and ultimately that's what it's about. That's how you're going to get the referrals anyways, is by having people feel that way. And you got to get out of this like wishy-washy lukewarm area that people try to stay in you got to be willing to like, plant some flags and have some opinions. And it doesn't mean you have to get on there and be controversial, right? Um, right. Still, you can stay away from politics and religion if you don't want to get into that stuff. Or what's great about social media is ask questions. Post a question about some kind of politics. What did you think about the Democratic debate last night or whatever, you know? And let other people get into their own opinions. And now you get everybody fighting on your profile and it's awesome when <laughs> people do that. Yeah. And so because right. it's a win for you. So, you know, but you just be willing to put yourself out there. It's always, it's going to be a win because people are going to, are going to be drawn closer to you, even if some people are pushed away. Right. Yeah. I think that's super, super sage advice. Um, well, I think, um, what I'd like to do is, you know, let people know how they can connect with you, especially, you know, if you're, if you're a loan officer and, and you're listening to this podcast or seeing it online, um, I highly recommend if, if you want to pursue your social media presence, generate some business, you know, elevate yourself to your referral partners, this is a guy right here that can totally take you to the next level. I mean, if you want to, if you want to 10 X your business and you're not already doing these things, this is the Avenue for you. Um, and I sincerely believe that. So, um, Nick, um, Legion of loan officers, how, how can they best connect with you? Yeah. So you can check out Legion of loan officers at legion of loan officers.com. 
Um, there's tons of you know, information there and testimonials. You can see some current members and that sort of thing. If you feel like you're a fit and we're a fit, then book a call there and let's have a chat and we'll see. It is an application process because we don't accept everybody. It's the culture of the Legion is really important and we want to make sure the culture you're a fit. And if you're not, we'll tell you that and we'll tell you what other uh, programs or opportunities out there may be a better fit for you, right? I mean, I, it's not that we don't want you to win, but everybody's not for us. And just like we're not for everybody. Um, also, I'm, I'm on Facebook. So facebook.com slash Nilla Nick. It's my old rap name from back in the day. <laughs> Look like this. So I'm pretty easy to spot. Um, and connect with me there, right? You can see what we've got going on. Um, and then I'm putting out content on YouTube about once a week or so right now. YouTube.com slash Nilla Nick TV. Um, and all mortgage related, right? How to get more realtors, how to get more direct referral business. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, I, I believe that loan officers need to have at least three pillars of business. And that's what we focus on in the Legion is, you know, how to go consumer direct and, and not have to pay agencies or get involved with Zillow contracts and this kind of thing. Also how to get more realtor partners. So we add 10 realtors in 90 days and then how to increase your referrals and repeat business through your database. You know, I think your, your database is the gold mine and a lot of people miss out on it. And so it's just having all three of those pieces to add five or 10 loans a month to your business. So, man, thanks again for, for allowing me to, to be able to share some time with you. Yeah, man. It's great to, to learn your story, Nick, and, and uh, hear about your business and all the cool things you're doing. I'm sure that people who have you know seen this podcast have probably seen you on social media as well. So now you can put um, a real voice and a real conversation to that post that you might have seen of Nick's and, um, and um, I thank you, brother, for, for spending a little time. Another Air Force guy getting on, on the podcast with us is always exciting for me. So thanks so much for carving out the time for us. I know you're, you're crazy busy, um, but we really do appreciate it and hope um, the listeners picked up some good nuggets from it as well. Yeah, thanks again. I had a blast. All right, Nick. Take care, man. Thanks. That was great, man. Nick dropped some really good nuggets of information for everybody today. I hope that you got something out of it. I certainly did. If you have more questions, you can visit Nick at legionofficers.com or you can hit me up at valoanguy.us. Thanks for stopping by.